It's Tough Love Friday, episode number nine. I'm gonna push some buttons and ruffle some feathers in this video, but if you stick to the end and actually stay with me, you might just learn some insights that'll change every relationship in your life, even the relationship with yourself. So before we get started, if you haven't hit that like button and subscribe, make sure you do that. I greatly would appreciate it. It helps out the algorithm so more people see this video. Anyway, I was talking about being right. And there's this thing in society where a lot of people are addicted to being right. And why is that? And people that are always feeling like they have to be right, um, you know, are egoic, are, you could say, arrogant, righteous. You could also say... Um, stubborn. And none of those things are really attractive. But why then do we have this addiction to being right? And what are we being right to? It could be something as little as how you fold your laundry to something at like a story that you have about your life being a victim or always feeling like things are getting taken from you uh, or a lack of justice, if you will. Um, and all of these stories and modalities of what we think is right control our life. It could also be your political association or religious association. Those ties to feeling right become addictive. And then the ego takes over. And if you don't really feel secure or safe in your environment in your life, you need a sense of feeling good. So when we oppose that we're right onto other people, your body literally gets dopamine hit. Dopamine hit. Dopamine? Dopamine hit. And you actually get a release of these chemicals in your body of dopamine and you're feeling good because you were right. And so then we try to look for those evidences and ways that which we're right so that we can take another hit and feel even better because we're not feeling good in our day-to-day -day life. And so then we overstep our own life and go into other people's lives and go on this crusade of telling them why they should do things the way that I know is right and it can really mess things up uh, for you because that's, uh, you can mess things up in your finances. It can mess things up in your relationships. It can mess things up with your physical health because of all the stress that's associated with the arguing and fighting all the time. Um, your, your body's gonna be out of whack, but when you can recognize that you're just addicted to dopamine hits for feeling right, you can change. And when somebody's furious and really angry it's because that they see that something is right and somebody else did something wrong in relation to that structure. But if you can get curious as to why am I so angry about this? Is this thing even true or was this just told to me? Why did they break it? Because maybe them breaking that rule that you had set wasn't in their wrong. They didn't think it was wrong. Get curious about the worldviews. Get curious about why and question everything. Why you think what you think. Why you want what you want. And who even the I is. When you get to that point where you can really break it down, and I may be losing some people here, but roll with me. When you really can break it down into what do I want? Well, who is I? And what do I want that's not been conditioned through my upbringing? you really get this to this existential place where you're able to move through a doorway, if you will, into creating your own life. Um, and the more information you know, the less certain you are. 
because if you only absorb information from the right or the left, for example, and you're only on that one side and the algorithms online are showing you more of what you like. So it, it perpetuates this extremism. So if you are, if you're a little bit right, you're going to see more right information, uh, right winged information, right on online, and it will perpetuate you to going even more right. And the same is true with the left. You'll see your left, you see some information on the left because the algorithm knows it's what you like, and then it furthers you going to that other direction. You're not really ever able to seek out the other po person's point of view, the other side's point of view, unless you go out of your way to do so. So it, it would be really um, helpful for you, especially in this age with the algorithm controlling what we see most of the time, to research the other end of the spectrum and, and understand why they think it's right. And the more information that you know, and this is just me speaking from experience, the less certain you're going to be um, about certain topics. And I think that that's a better place to be in because you can really take a uh, more, more holistic approach to your decisions. And instead of being an arrogant, I'm right because I'm right, or I'm right because I want to be right because I have nothing else that I can be certain and confident in in my entire life uh, except for this belief of me being a victim. Um, you're able to let go of the story and connect to a different truth that you actually are able to intentionally set for yourself. And that new truth will quite literally set you free. That's why there's a saying, the truth will set you free. But you have to seek the truth. You think you know what's true because you've been getting a dopamine hit every single time you've been proven yourself that it's right. It requires a different perspective. And that's why mindfulness meditations and other things of getting, observing the observer, getting out of your own limited mindset, and I say limited very loosely, uh, to seek out the other perspectives that are out there in the world. And this will help you in a skill of just effective communication with other people. Because if somebody's really taking their sweet time doing something and you're usually like at it and, and you do things fast you're not gonna get impatient because you recognize it's just how they view the world and it's not wrong in their world. Taking consideration other people's worlds and when you can kind of strip away a lot of the seemingly insignificant arguments and the petty things, you're able to see that everybody really just wants love and everybody really wants connection. And when you're able to see those things, they might be getting connection in a way that you think is wrong, but they think it's right because of their certain upbringing. And when you're able to love, even when it's hard, even when you have disagreements, if you're able to be friends with people that have different worldviews than you, different religions than you, different perspectives than you, then you're not in a bubble anymore and you're actually able to interact with and engage with society in the way that it's meant to be, uh, culturally and, and also uh, evolutionary. Uh, we're supposed to be unique and different and we're also supposed to be in unison with each other. And that's what union is, especially if you think about it on just a, a biochemical level of a relationship. Two polar energies coming together as one. And the only way you can do that is let go of being righteous, let go of being right. I talked about this a little bit in my, in my free guide that I wrote. If you haven't read that yet, go to heartguy.com, click on courses, click on free stuff. I have a guide on how to stop overthinking. And in that guide, I talked about a bandaholics in, uh, towards the end. It was like page 40 something. And I'm talking about how you literally can chemically get addicted chemically to the push-pull feeling of a relationship and of somebody abandoning you. And these, all these emotions are released and you equate these emotions to passion 
And so when you get into a healthy relationship and there's not that push-pull, you just go, ah, there's no, there's no spark and you sabotage a good thing. And it really boils down to your biochemistry and the same is true with your worldviews, with being right. And so all I'm asking is that you question yourself and let go of yourself. Have you been being self-ish or self-righteous or egoic in some of your beliefs? And this is very big in the, in the personal development world even. Uh, people being confident, but it almost is out of this insecurity underlying. You can be confident, but question. And I think that those, those questions, question like a two-year-old. The two-year-old having those healthy questions of why is the sky blue and why this and why that and why, 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 why is normal for our development so we can understand things. But it, in the cultural development, has kind of gotten shunned and turned off and we're not supposed to question, we're just supposed to believe what we're told because I said so, for example, because it is, right? And then we become trained to just simply follow without having our own critical thinking skills and making decisions on our own and letting go of being right and having to win somebody over to your ideals. Everybody has freedom of choice, freedom of decision, freedom of speech and you can only control you. So at the end of the day, do you want to feel frustrated and you want to feel this anger all the time? Or do you want to let go of being right so you can be in love? This has been Tough Love Friday, episode number nine. Again, thank you for making it th this far. If you're on the podcast, please subscribe if you haven't already. And if you're on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. It would greatly be appreciated. And if you have any questions or if this helped you out at all, please leave a comment in the comment section below. I'd love to talk with you guys about this subject because it's very near and dear to my heart. I love you guys so much. Have an amazing weekend and we'll chat very soon.